Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month through food and fellowship with Safeway. Cultural heritage is an important part of the Hispanic identity. Safeway Markets is proud to pay tribute to all locally owned and operated Hispanic businesses on their shelves. Visit at Safeway.com slash Hispanic Heritage for details. Let's try this again, ladies and gentlemen. Can you hear me? Yes. And I can hear you. Look at that. It must must have been your blurring in the background. That's what did it. Yeah, that's it. Everything's clearer now. I got rid of the blurring, so there we go. All right, (laughs) welcome to episode number 344 of Ye Old Library Training Podcast, TS for Training. We had interesting technical issues. (laughs) <laughs> before at our nine o'clock show. However, those have been sent to the farm upstate. So we will never have to see that again. <laughs> Teacher Training is found on the World Wide Web at teachertraining.wordpress.com. I'm joined by two of uh, my usual suspects. Tom, introduce yourself there in Houston, Texas, please. Outside of Houston, sorry. You're in Katy, right? Yes, I'm in Katy. Nobody knows what that is, other than it's uh, uh, also known as East San Antonio <laughs> to most Houstonians. Um, my name's Tom Hames. I am a writer sometimes and a teacher and consultant and general lunatic. So that's me. Author of the, uh, Learn at Your Own Risk and Discovering Digital Humanity. Awesome. And Jill, would you like to introduce yourself, please, to everyone out there? Sure. I'm Jill Hurstwall in Syracuse, New York. I also am a writer, <laughs> trainer, um, gardener, <laughs> I don't know, and uh, a person who does anti-racism work through Wider Stand Consulting. An amateur, and not amateur in the true sense of the word amateur, not amateur is that she's terrible at it. Amateur in that she pays to do it, uh, preserver of of garden vegetables and goodies. (laughs) I follow her on Facebook, and she makes a whole puppy pile of stuff. It's more every, to come every week. Oh, because it's just beginning. You have like your October stuff, your chow chow. I, don't, I haven't seen any chow chow yet. Chow chows this weekend. So see? I used to do it all Labor Day weekend when I was working at SU. I would just spend Labor Day weekend and I would just do like a madhouse worth of canning in two days. And now I spread it out over a month or more and um this year i did two boxes of crushed tomatoes wow um and but yeah chow chow will be the last thing that's this weekend do you pressure can your, your tomatoes like do you do you use a pressure water bath. those are regular a what really yeah i thought you couldn't do those because of the low acid did you, you add do you add um you uh, add vinegar thank you and does yeah. it really screw up the taste of the tomato sauce no really 
Yeah. Okay. So it's crushed tomatoes, not sauce. But um, yeah. Really? And you use a food mill to crush them? No, you heat them up in a pan and you soften some and then you keep adding. Uh, I have to do it in batches, but you cook mm -hmm. it for like five minutes. And really? then and and they get soft. So it's not that you're crushing them, but you're softening. You cut them and then you soften them. It's a whole process. It's a whole cool. process. I, I, I'm, an, I'm a really amateur bad canner. So that's really what it is. But yeah, yeah. Because we, we grew our own stuff. Uh, by the way, this is a library training podcast. He is training. <laughs> but everything is connected. Everything the library about, of things. The library of things. That Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're, they're libraries on the vine. Yes, there we go. <laughs> and we eat the knowledge and we plant the seeds. And, and we stew a lot. <laughs> There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm really curious because we we have some. We have we usually just if we do any preserving, we freeze them. We throw them in bags, chop them up, freeze them, and they come out great in sauce. The skins don't. We don't care about the skins. People are weird about the skins in their sauce. Like who cares? It's skin. Like you literally tomato skins. Tomatoes yeah. have skins. Yes. But people are weird about that. Like oh, I wanted the skin. Why? It's part of the damn tomato. Anyway. How do you peel uh, a tomato? You blanch them, chill. and then you chill them, and the skins come right off. Yeah, uh, you know I'm I'm lazy. Part of the process. Yeah, I'm lazy. So forget all that. We just we chop them in bits and throw them in the damn bag and freeze them. <laughs> I just chop care. them up and eat them. That too. That too. But you live somewhere where it's permanently warm, Tom. So you know, Houston, you could probably grow tomatoes pretty much year round. It, it, your your time will come. Yeah, but not in my lifetime, thank God. <laughs> All right. So Jill brought us a wonderful – I actually wanted to stop on Jill. Our tomatoes come off the vine already stewed. There you go. <laughs> so we have two different things. We have either top 10 learning tools or top 100 learning tools. Which would you like to do, Jill? There were two in your email. What would you like to do? I don't know. The top 100, um, let me just take a quick peek at the top 10. Uh, you know, let's, the top 100 seems like it has more things for uh, Tom to complain about. So <laughs> ten, uh, 10 times as many, right? <laughs> so the top 100 learning tools, which is, um, hold on a second. Of course, the URL will be in the show notes, but it's um, it's on its own website. Top tools for learning. Okay, I'm just looking. Uh, I'm just looking at the top ten. The fact that this guy would rate PowerPoint anywhere in the top ten is beyond me. But okay. damn, it took three minutes. I'm sorry, six minutes for you to complain about one of the tools. I, I Jill, you are prophetic. <laughs> but it's it's know your audience. It's truly know your audience. Like know Tom. Well, so the one list was a survey, and PowerPoint is in the top ten on the survey. The other list is not a survey. It's um, it's opinion. Uh, it's Mike. What's his last name? Oh, it's not going to come to me. Anyway, uh, it's his list, but uh, Mike Taylor, 
has the top 10. The top 100 comes from learning, top learning for top tools for learning.com. PowerPoint is in the top 10 for on both of those lists. Um, but there's the top 100 has things on it I've never heard of, things that I've heard of, but I would never think of using because just because because um and so really interesting you know uh, and the top 100 tells you if they're up or down from last year things are new things are, had dropped off they're back on well, the jane hart list okay I, I i she's i i know her from linkedin and from around she's not an unknown quantity of learning tool person okay I'm curious. So I'm looking down the list of 100 things, by the way, you can find it as, as Jill said, at toptoolsandnumber4learning.com. And WooClap <laughs> is number 100. WooClap. Now, if I were taking some sort of things that are legal in a lot of states now, I would think that's just a made-up name. Like someone just made up WooClap. Yeah, a few a few years back, somebody would have said the same thing about Google. Okay, this so. is true. Well, Google was a mis <laughs> wasn't Google a misprint? It's supposed to be Google as no, a, it's not a it's not it's a deliberate the power or something. It it's 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 a deliberate. Um, it was a deliberate uh, playing of the word. It was gotcha. it was it it, it, it was um, uh, originally. I mean, it was it, it's a playoff of. Um, uh, it's a mathematical, and I'm just, I'm sorry. It's been a very long day. I've been up since 4 a.m., so my no, memory it's, is gone. It's, it's but, yeah. isn't it literally <clears> but it was intentional. It, it was intentional. It wasn't okay. a misprint. It's the 100th and 100th power of Google. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's but that's, but that's, power. it's, it's, yeah. But they meant, they meant to say that. They meant, they meant to mess it up. Right, exactly. Okay. So the um, top, so the, the 100th thing is what? WooClap. Create interactive presentations. WooClap. W-O-O-C-L-A-P. WooClap. Did the Wu-Tang gang do WooClap? Uh, I will look. <laughs> if it has a big old W They on spell it, it differently, Jill. Hey, hey, you never know. Wu-Tang is W-U, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it's, it's like that. You know, they're expanding their brand thing. All right, Woo, oh, it's AI. Your question, interactive question, presentations for memorable meetings, trainings, classes. WooClap, a tool to interact, capture attention, and measure understanding. Yeah, I'm going to reject all your cookies because bleep you. Uh, and they also have WooClap AI is here. Your questions, fueled by AI. It has, uh, it's a British thing because it has the euro. You can try it for free. For teachers, traders, and coaches who want to take the time to discover a WooClap without commitment, a maximum of two questions with a thousand participants, unlimited events, real-time voting, and support via their help center. And then a monthly fee at six hundred and ninety six ninety-nine euros. Yep. So that's number one hundred. WooClap. WooClap. I reject so, the premise of the list. <laughs> so what interests me as we go down to the bottom is that uh, 
slide share, which, you know, I haven't used it in a super long, long time is number 99. Um, evidently we don't need it anymore. Discord is 98. Google calendar is 97. I'm surprised Discord's that low. What qualifies Google Calendar as being a um, learning tool? If it's a survey, maybe it's open. Hey, what are your top 10 things you use for learning? And, so, and, and for and scheduling and right. for yeah. uh, SlideShare probably made it on here because they're half of the survey participants were over 90. Um, but, and it's been on the survey, so if you click on yeah. the thing itself, it's down two places from where it was la the previously, uh, 97, and it was in 2007, 31, 27, 5 in 2010, 9 in 2011, 13, 16, 15, 20, 18, 26, dropped like a rock in 2017 to 2018, and stayed at the bottom. So... <laughs> It must be uh, what are the things you use? So, so can I ask a question? Yes. When you go to the grocery store, no, I guess you can. You can you can mute me. You could you could you could banish me so, to Maurice. But um, when you go to the grocery store, um, do you make your list based upon the hundred most popular foods? No. Or any percentage of the 100 most popular foods? No, but if I go to a place like Whole Foods or Whole Paycheck yeah. Yeah. or Wegmans. Which I don't. Or, large, or Heb or any, I can be South Heb, any large or like a Bucky's. I don't have a shopping list. I want to look around and poke around. It's more browsing than targeted. So I'm looking well, around. This is a I'm looking around at stuff. So <clears throat> I, there's a comment on SlideShare, Tom, that someone in 2023, it has been instrumental in broadening my perspective on presenting ideas. It has provided me with a treasure trove of diverse viewpoints and unique approaches to sharing information. This is a quote from 20. No, it's not. It's a collection of slide decks. Slide decks don't have information. <laughs> Sometimes PowerPoint is evil. No, PowerPoint is a tool. A hammer is not evil. The person wielding the hammer is evil. Well, I agree with that, but it leads to it leads to uh, 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 to bad behavior. But but um, some people use SlideShare for publishing um, things on their topic that really weren't things that they were, were presenting. So it was a way of sharing information, not just saying I have presented this and now I'm going to put it on SlideShare. Um, like this person from 2020, a professor in France, underestimated collection of documents with PowerPoint and PDF. So and compelling narratives by various presenters. I mean, this person, look, this person in Mexico still finds value in it. So... I'm not saying you should use it, Tom. I understand. But... So, so going with Tom's analogy of the grocery store, let's talk about Aldi's. Aldi's original premise was it's the thousand most popular things that people buy in a grocery store. Yep. 
Um, and that's still probably their basic premise, although they have other stuff. So this is like the 100 most popular things that people use. It doesn't mean that you're going to walk into this list and use them all, right. but it's a list to select from. The, the Okay, so it was precisely this kind of a list last year, which drove me to uh, create the tool augmentation tool. Um, because the, the biggest problem I have with technology or with the way people use tools and technology is they start with the tool and then they kind of hammer it into whatever, you know, they go, oh, okay, I'm going to do what this guy did, or I'm going to sort of hammer it into uh, whatever I'm doing. What, the, what you really need to start with is figuring out what you're doing. You know, start with a rigorous analysis of, your, of the task that you're trying to achieve and then work your way backwards to the tool. And um, that's, you know, when I, when I go uh, to um, the grocery store, I usually have a recipe because I want to make X or Y. That's my goal. And then I buy the things that I need in order to do that. And that's what makes, that's how I make my list. I don't make my list based on what HEB says is the most popular things in the store or, or what Aldi says is the most, you know, whatever. I make my list based on, I need this to do the execute the task that I need to do, which is to make, make, um, you know, bacon gnocchi or whatever I happen to be making that night. So, um, so this list is your is your grocery is your resource list for that. It's your growth. I don't want to be, your... but I don't want to be limited by it. Uh, the point is that but, this is a but, limiting. But some pe- Tom, not yes. everybody has capacity to evaluate eighteen thousand fucking things at once. Some people. Need I agree to have, with that. Well, I agree with that. There ha- so but the point is, we need a better limit. tool to find tools. It's just the, 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 I, the we've had this problem for decades in education in that we get. We, we get excited by the, the, the shiny boxes and lights. And we all went through fads. I remember the Second Life fad. You know, and everybody was on Second Life and it was going to change everything we knew. And before that, there was CD-ROMs and so on and so forth. And it's because people got fascinated with the technology without really figuring out what the heck they were going to do with it. But in this case, in this specific case, it says a des- at least a description of what the hell it does. Yeah. And if I want to do something, if I don't have a social, okay, we'll say I don't have a messaging app, but I say, oh, WhatsApp, I'll at least check that out. I need a messaging app for my training. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp is not a bad choice, you know, to my Facebook or whatever. But it's, you know, it's there. This type of stuff I think is valuable for those who don't know anything. It gives you a starting point because you, you if you have two, a thousand tools. I've already been lost by paralysis by analysis. I'm not going to get anything out of it. I'm done. I'm giving up. I might throw a dart and hit something. At least with this, I have a shot at some darts other people have thrown and said, I can use this. I can start there. Doesn't mean I'm going to finish there. I'm going to start there. So while I'm not necessarily a fan of these lists all the time, they have their place, I believe. If someone doesn't want to because not everyone can be at the head of the bell curve, so I have to watch someone. No, I, I agree with I agree with right. that, but again, the, the the thing is, the teaching should drive what tools you select. Absolutely, I I, am I mean so... what you're what you're trying to accomplish in the classroom Absolutely. should drive what tools you select. Absolutely, and you know, 
and 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 so you know the most useful tool I have found in teaching in the last three or four years has been Miro. It's number sixty one on the list. Well, that's that. See, that's your use of it. No, but I've actually thought through what it does for my teaching. That's fine for, and you said the right word. You're teaching. My granddaughter, who's probably can hear me right now, would say she goes on to YouTube. Is uh, I didn't even look to see if TikTok was on here. It is. She would say TikTok and YouTube are where she learns most of her things. Is TikTok and YouTube, mostly TikTok these days, but TikTok yeah. and YouTube. But so that's the other. That's the other issue here is that these tools do very different things. So TikTok and YouTube are not yeah they're 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 kind of a different way of they're they're you, you could argue that they're a replacement for teachers uh but you can use them to augment what you're doing by giving extracurricular things to look at this video or that video so that's you know that's fine uh but it's a very different thing than something you would use in a classroom environment to actually try to teach people how to say do arguments like i do with miro jill so Sorry, this list reminds me of um, Mary Ellen Bates and other uh, library folks who at conferences still do will do, will do the, the you know yep. 100 tools in 100 minutes. And it's, you know, it's fast paced. It's this tool does this, it's this tool does this. They're not in an ordered list, but the whole idea is that they run through an amazing list of tools very quickly so that you mm -hmm. can hopefully walk away with a few things that you're going to use. And yep. I think this list is the same thing. It's a long list of tools. And now it's up to you maybe not to look at the ranking. The ranking might tell you might be helpful, but to say, oh, I'm looking for a chat. I'm looking for a thing. I'm looking for this thing. Here's a list for me to get started. And maybe what I want isn't on the list, but it mm -hmm. will start me somewhere. And I, I will say, Tom, I will. I try. I am using Miro to do uh, flowchart. It's great. I am so. It is better than. It's better than my God, Microsoft. But it, I, whatever it is I use in Microsoft, and I've used them all to try to make a flowchart. Doesn't work as well as Miro does in five seconds. Yeah, it's easy to use, etc. So I get why you use but it. The part you're missing. There and you may be doing this is the collaborative aspect. You can make a flowchart with other people. Well, you know, no, I'm using the collaborative aspect. It just hasn't been collaborated in yet because of no reasons. But it's <laughs> I, I'm using it. I use it. I use it solo too. So don't worry about that. No, I'm no, just no, saying, because of reasons. No, no, no. It's yeah. not that I'm not. I don't want people to. We can talk off air. But uh, there are some aspects to things. It's your thing. It, for example, YouTube and TikTok have have supplemented just-in-time training. They literally are just-in-time training. I need to know how to do X. I will search mm -hmm. for it on. I will search it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. My for that, that's fine. My granddaughter will search yeah. it on TikTok. So or the, Instagram. So you know, okay. one of those services because someone has been not selfish. That's the wrong word, but. Mm -hmm. uh, some may say brave enough, some say may stupid enough to say, I didn't know how to do this. Now I'll show you a way to do it. Right. So I, uh, okay. First of all, I don't necessarily object to a catalog of things that are out there. 
Okay. The ranking's a bit silly because you, as the political scientist me goes and looks at this, um, it's, it's not a very good sample in some ways. Stop but, being a political but, scientist. But beyond that, that's, that's, that's ticky tack. Uh, not, not to be confused with TikTok. Um, but I think you have to complement the list with uh, an additional thought process and grouping where you show people different universes of things to use. And that's so you're not comparing apples and oranges or tomatoes. That is Tom uh, brain. That is and, not necessarily Maurice. Brain no, 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 brain. no, no, no. That is not. See, that's the thing is that it's not Tom brain because you have to, if you're going to make an informed decision, you have to understand how these things connect to one another. And, and, and comparing Google and, and TikTok is, is, um, they're two very different things. It's apples and tomatoes, right? Sorry, Jill, go ahead. No, so they have it sorted by category. I just put that in chat. Mm. There you go. And I've seen that there's a graphic in it, and Jill, I'm sure, will put it in the uh, show notes. There's a graphic, and I have seen that graphic multiple times. That makes sense. Here is this, this bleh of these types of tools, this bleh of those types of tools. Click on one, select one, and figure it out for yourself. So there is a visual thing for you, Tom, because I know you like thought bubbles and whatnot and bubbling things. Don't you? Yeah. You do. You do. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I, what the, the thing is, I still want more here. I want somebody to talk to me about what they what what they feel communication and collaboration is all about what web tools are all about and use this as a learning tool for people who are learning about tools. You, so you want a, a higher level conversation. About- well, yeah, if I'm going to take the time to incorporate this into my teaching, I absolutely want a higher level conversation because that's a big investment of time. It's, it's a, it's a risk because if it doesn't work out, um, my students lose and I don't want that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, I mean, I, that's the thing is I think it kind of tends to trivialize sometimes some of this stuff. Um, you know, and there's, I don't know, it's just... Um, so I have an assignment for you. <laughs> Get in line. Contact... Very long line. Contact these guys and say... Contact this is what you need to fix. Jane. Hmm. Jane Hart. Is that who made this list? Yep. Okay. And have that conversation. Mm-hmm. If you go to the about page, in fact, I'll put it in chat. I see it. Have that email conversation with her. I'm kind of curious what she says and see if it leads to maybe she has thought about it, maybe she hasn't thought about that aspect of it, and see where it leads to. Because that is for you, and I see your point. That is a valid point. You want the higher level of, okay. How, why am I leveraging this? How does it make sense? How does it not waste my students' time? And how does it lead them towards their learning goals? Not mm-hmm. just this does this, this does that, and that's that. So maybe there's analysis somewhere of all this that it's not showing because this is just a, a simple list and this is the this is the yeah. surface level. Like this is this is the what it, like Maslow's levels. This is the is it warm or cold in the room? Right. I mean. Uh, um, 
Diana Lorillard has her six uh, learning modalities or six areas, ways in which people learn. And they require different sets of tools. And it's a very well thought out rubric framework uh, or framework actually is a better way of putting it. And I can drop you a link to that. Um, and um, that is something that I've always, that, that's something where I've, I started out with the, at this, doing this sort of thing mm -hmm. with just, you know, listing tools and then trying to figure out what to right. do with them. Um, when we first started the tool set project at Shaping EDU, that's how we started out. But after about the first year of that, I sort of, and I, and I made the, I made some really elaborate mind maps, which I, I'm happy to share. Uh, that, and consider, that connect, us, consider us completely shocked you made large elaborate Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It, it, just, it got out of hand. But, and I did a number of workshops where I let people brainstorm these tools and then work, you know, try to figure that out. It got to be such a mess and so complex that nobody could understand it. And um, the nice thing about Diana Lorillard's, when I discovered her midway through the process, and started looking through that framework more carefully, that's when I suddenly said, oh, you know what? If we start with these things, these are a, 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 you know, these are interconnected pieces of the learning puzzle. And it's things like collaboration. It's, uh, um, uh, oh God, my brain is just fried. I've been up since 4 a.m. this morning, so I'm, I'm really on fumes at this point. But there's there, the- um, You can group um, them the, into those buckets, Tom. Is that it that you can- if, if, Yeah, so you have- helpful to Yeah, I wanted to list the out buckets. the buckets, but and I should remember them all because they were like engraved in my memory. That's but, okay. But um, I'm over fifty. Um, <laughs> so you're, yeah. So, but but the idea is that you start with those things, and then you say, "I need to be able to do this discrete kind of task," and then you can link up the tools that help you accomplish that task. Some tools help with multiple tasks, uh, and obviously, a really good tool is going to help you with all the tasks. But there are very few that do e all of them equally well. well. So here's so if take a look at the category. Did you look at the by categories page? Yeah, yeah, I looked at the category page. Yeah. So that's that is attempt to do kind of what you're thinking is here is here are these big buckets of collaboration. I I will use her words. Communication, collaboration, web tools, platforms, content development, and just content. It doesn't talk about modalities of learning, but it says what each tool is attempting to do. And mm -hmm. that's one way of thinking about, okay, I need a tool to do this. Here are some options for me. You would probably want an extra layer of, I learned better this way. Here are the tools that do this that would speak to me. Is that what you would want from this? Well, no, again, I want, I want to, again, this is, I just dropped a link to Diana Lorillard's uh, conversational framework there. Um, I want to be able to break down what I'm trying. Did you not get it? Oh, it's still sending. Why is it still sending? That's well, like Jill, Jill has something in there from Diana Lorillard to everyone. Uh, anyway. So you, so this is why Tom, I'm serious. I want you to yeah. contact Jane Hart and have a, have an email conversation. Okay. Say who you are, point her to this because you know, we're completely professional here. 
and say we sort of, we sort of had this and we saw her list. Wait, it was great. Did, and we does, does do you guys know Jane? I do not know her. That's oh, fine. Okay. She invited you to write her. That it's the internet. It's cool. No, 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 no. That's not it. I just I, I don't want to destroy your reputations. But... I don't have a reputation. <laughs> I, I I am who I am. You know, I I I I, I I'm, I'm not saying anything poor about her list. I think it's I think it it's it's again. Like PowerPoint. PowerPoint's a hammer. I can either build shit or break chat. shit with it. It's grayed out and going sending. I already have it. I found it. Don't worry about it. Future learn info courses. Don't, don't, and uh, okay. She I, I think she was doing a deep dive on her. She like you know, did oh, her did her research right. magic and found so um so yeah, I, I mean sure, not why not? I think you should because Mm-hmm. You have a very specific view, uh, and you have you have a view in the vocabulary to have that type of conversation with her. Mm-hmm. This is obviously a this is one level of again Maslow using Maslow's thing. This is your again hot or cold. You're going into what did you do with this stuff six months from now? How did you leverage this to help other people learn eight months from now? You're going to fourth or fifth or tenth level of evaluation. And now, Maslin and Kirkpatrick, but you are going deep into the the utility and usefulness of the information and the longevity and power of sharing it. You have your own your ideas of pumpernickel, my friend. And I've told you this before. It's nothing you have not heard. Yes, I know. He's going to break up a d- designing digital humanity book. No, it's no I'm sorry. Learning your own risk book. Your your stuff's pumpernickel. So you can have that conversation with her. And maybe she is also pumpernickel, but she put out this, which is a slightly lighter version of it, so she doesn't make people run scared. So I'm I'm doing a little bit of an experiment, and I'll let you guys know how it turns out because I haven't I haven't really evaluated it yet. But okay, uh, I'm dumping I'm dumping parts of my books into ChatGPT and and asking it to uh, to uh, raise or or lower depending on how you look at it the the flesh reading scale of it to uh, high school level. So I dumped 2,000 words in the other day and it sped out 500. Designing digital humanity, Joe. He held up designing digital humanity. Yeah. So is ChatGPT only AI that would do that? There are other text AIs out there, aren't there? Well, yeah, they're all, I mean, um, so I, 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 I talked to our good friend, Ruben, who has been working a lot with, with various AIs and we both agreed for the task at hand that chat GPT was the better choice because okay. of the, the size of the model and the way that it processes stuff. Um, it wasn't just because it's the one everybody's using. I, I, I only have, I have limited funds and I said to myself, I'm only going to pay for one AI. <laughs> and so this is what kind of pushed that over the edge because I've been challenged by somebody to simplify my communications uh, was it me? Because yeah. I th- I think I said that to you. But um, I know, I'm assuming no, you I'm you've never had you've never had the guts to say it to me. But there's a crazy I... man in Cleveland. <laughs> no, 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 no. You no, should simplify is... your communications, Tom. How about that? I've said it now. Okay. You're pumping well, apple bread. You're tasty. Jared, Jared once you, challenged you, you me to write. Jared once challenged me to write a the equivalent of a four idiots book. And I tried, I really did. And I could not wrap my head around how to do it. It just didn't work. And, um, and I spent 
a month in agony trying to make that work. And then I finally gave up on it. So, um, but the idea that, I mean, I'm, I, I, it's not that I don't want my ideas to come through. It's just, I have trouble seeing what it is that people aren't getting. Cause I feel like I'm writing it simply and it's not coming out that way. Right. And, um, and I, I, you know, it's not the, you, the writing itself per se. Your uh, ideas are, complex organic chemistry formulas tom i don't like formulas but yeah well okay then i i stand by the analogy your long <laughs> strings of goddamn benzene your long <laughs> strings of information held together with double bonds single bonds covalent bonds and all sorts of shit and you got to get a catalyst in there to break it up so people can understand it better yeah but if i keep doing that eventually i'll get to a nuclear bomb won't i yeah, but you want to blow up the education system anyway. You might as well have some fun blowing it up, doing it that way. <laughs> That's sort of your job, isn't it? Isn't that what you want to do? No, I don't want to blow up the educational system. I love the educational system. You want system. to reform I want, it. I want to save it. Okay, I want to save it go. from itself. Sometimes and, you have to destroy it to save it. But so and the, I think and I think it lost its way in 1850. So the point is, somewhere between your complex modalities and flowcharts and a list like this, mm -hmm. there might be some happy place of tool right. context application. Yeah. I mean, I see things and I, you know, the, the latest thing, uh, there's an AI comic generator uh, where you can literally, and Brian's been playing around my, my friend, Brian Alexander, you know, Brian, Yeah. Brian's been playing around with that a little bit. I, I, I clued him into it because I heard it on this week in Google, they were talking about it. And I said, you know, Brian would really enjoy this. Um, I just haven't had a lot of play time recently because I'm teaching four different classes with four different preps in four different modalities. Um, and uh, that's really turning out to be a lot more work than I, yeah, I know. It's, it, my Tuesdays and Thursdays are really bad. I start out teaching from eight to nine twenty. I teach photography, from nine uh, from ten to, to eleven forty. I'm teaching U.S. government, and from twelve fifteen to one thirty, I'm teaching yearbook, which is an interesting and, experience too. And Jill, he's doing it at place A, place, place B, B, back to place, place A. A. Yeah, and, and then. then and these are all the other the other thing that is very novel about the this is that in all of these cases it's the first time I've actually been back in a physical classroom since 2020. And uh, I have an online on a schedule class on Mondays and Wednesdays as well, um, and I have the photography in the yearbook class on Mondays and Mondays, but not Wednesdays. Anyway, um, but. Uh, um, I, the interesting thing about walking into the in-person class is, again, this gets back to tools, though, is that um, when I'm online, when I'm in this kind of environment, there are limitations to what I can do, but I control the tools mm -hmm. for the most part. I mean, I, in this case, I don't because you're the one who chose Shindig. I, I'm not Shindig. Um, talk to you. Sorry, <laughs> Shindig's Brian. Uh, you're the one who chose talk, talk to you. Um, but... Uh, um, I walked into my, I, I, I don't know if I should get into this because I, no, no, speaking, let's, let, let, let's, let's not let you lose any of these jobs. No, 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 no. It's not that it's that, um, I, in, in one of the in-person classes, um, it's on a campus that I actually helped design. 
but I wasn't there through the whole process. And so I designed the classrooms, but I did not design the electronics in the classrooms. And I walked into this classroom yesterday, which, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, this is the, this is a campus that again, I, I designed all the informal spaces and all that stuff with. And I walked into this classroom and I couldn't figure out how to turn on the AV system. There was no switch. And, and I'm like, and there's no place to plug in my laptop. And, and I'm going to myself, okay, I spent over a decade designing classrooms that anybody could walk into as a faculty member and know what to do. On off switch on the wall, volume control, couple plugs if you want to plug in your laptop. Otherwise, here's a PC you can use. How hard is that, right? None of that was there. There was a PC on the desk, uh, but I didn't, you know, I didn't. So they've gone with a virtual remote for the projector. Yep. And Wi Fi, a wireless connectivity through an app which you have to download. These are all things I had no idea about, first of all, for starters. The other thing is the, the, the remote control is a skeuomorphic nightmare, i.e., why would you make a remote control on a screen that looks like a remote control you'd hold in your hand? Why? Why? <laughs> okay? Lazy that makes no sense user at all. Experience it makes no sense it's at all. No, it's lazy. It's huh? that it's lazy. Yeah, it's lazy and it's any I mean it's any seed. It's that, it's but, it's so. like calling in a, a application for time control mm -hmm. on the computer a punch. I'm not punching a damn thing. I'm you know I'm signing in and signing out, not clocking in or punching in or out. Okay, Maurice, you're sounding like a broken record now. Ah. <laughs> um <laughs> no, so uh, I, I understand your point. Yeah. Tom, and then I and think. then and then the Wi-Fi has lag and you can't run audio on a Mac with this virtual system they've got. So what I had to do today in order to zoom somebody into the class, I had to bring my own speakers in, plug it to the wall. And I'm looking at this rig that I built on the on a on a chair because there's no desk up front to put anything on, which is the other thing. <laughs> I'm looking at this rig on a chair that I stole from the student lounge because it's next door. And I'm thinking to myself, I've I've traveled back in time to 2007. This is the sort of crap I used to do when I literally had to make the tools myself in order to do anything. And it's like they've forgotten 10 years of my work trying to make these classrooms user-friendly. And it that really drove me. Uh, that was one of those moments where I was like really questioning my life choices. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, what? Yeah, anyway. So as but, you were talking, I was looking at the list mm -hmm. and thinking about um, – how many Google products are on the list? How many Microsoft products are on the list? Mm -hmm. And I didn't actually count, but it's amazing to see them kind of sprinkled through. Many. many. There's many. Um, Probably the a quarter thing, of the list in total between the two of them. Wouldn't shock me. But the other thing, you know, as he's railing against technology, um, you know, <laughs> thinking about the different um, video meeting tools are on the list and ranked you know, in wildly different places. 
uh, and also the team collaboration tools on the list, which are very different in terms of collaboration. But at least it gives somebody something to select from. Yep. And you, I, Tom, I, I am, I feel your pain with walking into a classroom that way. But you reminded me of back in the '90s when I had to cobble crap together. I had to bring all my cables just because I never mm -hmm. knew what the hell I was going to get into. But in theory, I used to literally schlep around a digital projector. Yeah, oh, I mean I still a big do that. digital projector. I still do that. And I, I mean, a thing that weighed like. 10 pounds oh, one of those, digital projectors. Those. My, my yeah, this five. was not a teeny tiny little portable no, no, projector. No, I don't have a Pico. No, no. Anyway, I yeah. feel your pain because that is the limitation of everyone can use a technology when someone can't walk in and there's no instruction for them. It's not everyone can use a technology. It's so it's a barrier to people using the technology. You had barriers thrown in your way. But how many how many training courses have you taken on this thing on the iPhone? I'm holding up my iPhone for your audio listeners. Um, I actually did like three videos today about iOS 17 on YouTube. Okay, but but you literally can pick this up and figure out how to use it. Because it's got it's well designed from a user interface perspective. It's not perfect, but the point is we don't train for a lot of the technologies we use in our world. Why should we have to train? Whenever somebody says, "Oh, well, we're going to bring in this new tool; it'll be great," and then I go, "Okay, but it, you know, you're going to have to figure out, learn all this stuff in order to be able to use it." Oh, we'll have training. See, to me, that's a fail for technology. Okay. Evidently, you haven't been around people who are confused by their iPhones. I have. <laughs> oh, I have too. It's, my mother's a good example. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh, I, wow. I, I do yeah. believe. But. So you the issue isn't the design of the classroom. The issue, it seemed, I'm picking from your things, Tom, A, mm -hmm. was the design of the interface looking like a remote control, which is just lazy. B, there was no, here is the Wi-Fi. Here's how you get on. Tattooed, no. stapled, painted on the wall in 50-point font so you could see it. And they didn't check to see if it would work with everything. In theory, if something is web-based, it should, in theory, work from a Mac or a PC the exact same way. Yeah. But that wasn't Well, that's, yeah, that's, okay. But, no, actually, the bigger issue for me is this. It's 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 complicated for no reason. The the things that I was trying to do would have been solved with a simple panel on the wall with an HDMI HDMI plug and an audio plug. That would have that and then just a, a source switch. That's all I need. I need an on off switch. Think about what most people are doing. It's not like it's complicated. No. So I remember uh, years and years ago. Speaking of falling in love with to with tools that nobody used. Um, my, I was, we were responsible for out, this was in the first time out, we were building up the, building the classrooms for the tech, building the tech into the classrooms. Um, it wasn't the absolute, there were some earlier iterations, but they, they, first of all, they weren't, they weren't at all comprehensive and they, a lot of classrooms had no tech whatsoever. And they were very basic, literally wires hanging out of the wall kind of thing. So we we had a thing called a technology fee and every college part of the the system got a certain amount percentage of that technology uh -huh. fee. 
my colleagues wanted to build uh, systems. They 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 wanted to they you know, wanted to build these complex systems that were twenty thousand dollars piece. They had all sorts of bells and whistles on them, which I was like, well, okay, nice on a certain level, but um, I'm you know why you know to and, but the thing is they wouldn't they weren't going to be able to build out every room. Okay. And why was that important? Well, if you want the faculty to use, or you want people to use the technology, you, you don't know what room you're going to be in most of the right. time. You just get assigned a room. So you have to establish a basic floor that, that everybody can have a certain expectation. This is what's going to be in the room that you'll be able to access the there internet, you that you'll have a PC and that you'll be able to plug in a laptop. And Beyond I, that, it's nice. I would nice. say that it's akin to a conference. Yeah. Many conferences used to not do that. Yeah. You would be cobbled and uh, yeah. I forget which one I I, there, I, I certainly bitched about it in enough things. Yeah. That it became these are the things that are going to be in each room. Yep. You will have these things. If mm -hmm. you need anything else, talk to us or bring it your damn self. Yep. Yes. So so they built out these they built out these bunkers which by the way were also too big they took they ate up too much of the room and i inherited one of their campuses we did some reshuffling of campuses about three or four years five years after this happened right and i inherited one of their campuses that had these bunkers in them and um so i went in there and was doing a technology inventory to try to figure out you know how you know how do i make everything work so that people will understand what's going on. And I opened up one of some of those, they had document, every one of them had a document camera in it, right? Every single document camera I pulled out was still in the original packaging packaging and covered with dust. They paid for that. They did not outfit rooms because they were buying stuff like that because it was a, Hey, document cameras are really cool. Yeah, they, they have their uses and for certain people. But guess what? The number of people who need those can check them out from the library. So, right? Tom, yes. in your case where you couldn't get on, would you, if you were full-time there, mm -hmm. had an orientation, and they would have said, this is the tech, this is how yeah. you use it, this is how you get on? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I have no idea what level of training went into these rooms. Now the tech was very responsive and I, it wasn't, that wasn't the issue to me. The issue is it's a fail. If I have to call the tech, especially me, if I have to call the tech, that's a big fail because if I, I'm having trouble with it, imagine somebody who walks in there, who's a lot less technically adept than I am. You know, again, I'm used, I, I go back to the days you're talking about Maurice, if there's a wire hanging out of the wall, I'll figure out a way to make it work. Right. This is, yeah, I mean, that's the point I'm trying to make here is that as a, as a trainer, as a teacher, when it comes to tools, it just need to work because my job is not so, messing with the technology. It's teaching. I wasted 15 minutes on this too. You know, sorry, Jill, go ahead. No. So I think, so I'm thinking of yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a speaker come to the board meeting, the library board meeting. And before he came, he was in communication and um, asked if we had the, the, the correct dongle for his Mac so he could present. And the answer was no. 
Yeah, that's a fail and, on Apple's part. And I'm so, not... no, but, but you know, yeah. some places, some campuses, some whatever, have preferred technology. This mm -hmm. campus that you're on, I'm thinking about life at SU. You know, I didn't mind asking the tech people, you know, for orientation, for help. It's not working for me because I know that they they built the room a certain way mm -hmm. to work a certain way. Didn't you know? I had to fit fit into their mental model. It had a mental model to it. And, and that's fine. Once I understood their mental model, I was fine. And I suspect with your campus, once you understand the mental model, you'll, it'll, it will be less of a hassle, but it was built with a mental model that you don't understand and they haven't explained. No, it. I absolutely understand the mental model. And my problem with the mental model is it's, it's pretty clear to me that it was built with zero consultation with people who are actually going to use the, use the stuff. The process, I went through a design process when we were designing these rooms. I, I worked closely with faculty members at every step of that process. There was a lot, there were errors along the way. There were things we messed up, but I listened and I, and I made adjustments just like any other design thinking process. You know, you, you're going to have some prototypes that don't work out and you're going to have to make some adjustments and it's things that you don't necessarily expect. This was clearly not the case. This was an IT decision. And yes, it was built to a model, but it is a model that had everything to do with technology and nothing to do with teaching. And it's a, it's a failure of the system, which is why it's not the tech's fault. Um, it, somebody needed to have intervened in that design process. And that's what I did on a lot of campuses, but not on this one, uh, and said, look, the faculty actually need to be able to walk in because you don't we have a lot of adjunct faculty, people who teach one course here, one teach course, sort of like what I'm doing, and people who've never, you know, who, who are coming onto campus for the first time. And there's always a churn, um, both full-time and part-time, but, you know, there's always a churn, and you never know who's going to use the room. So you got to build the room for everybody. And so to me, that's, it's entirely possible to do that. At the end of that process, we had rooms that were universally loved by everybody because they incorporated all, they were designed with user first mentality. And that's where I have a problem with technologies that are badly designed. A lot of the technologies that are on this list that, that we use on a daily basis were not designed with education in mind. The Microsoft and the Google and all that sort of stuff, 80, 95% of their customers are not education customers. And so that's a fight we have with tools too, is because Microsoft Teams I don't know how that possibly ranked above Zoom. From an educational perspective, there's no question in my mind that, and I know why, actually, I do know how it did it, but it has nothing to do with how good a tool it is. It has everything to do with the fact that it's the preferred solution mm -hmm. to a Microsoft campus. That's not the way to do it. I want to use the best tool, whether Microsoft makes it, whether Google makes it, whether Miro makes it. I need to find the tool. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I, I I love technology because of what it allows me to do, but I hate technology when it gets in the way of me doing what I want it to do. That's simple. So I mean, I I I, I see what you're saying with the mental model. And yes, there's no, you're never going to make everybody happy, but you can hit a pretty high percentage, especially if you keep it simple. That's the key so, thing. So going back to the list, which we yeah. drifted away from. 
Yeah. This list allows everyone to find something on it that will make them happy. Yeah, if you know where how to navigate it, though. Again, there's things on here that I think are there because the because of the default. Well, you could ask that, Tom, when you talk yeah. to Jane. Well, I, I it's fine. Uh, look, it's and it's not anything to. It, it's this is inherent of a survey, inherent problem of a survey process. You know, people are not the. Who are these two thousand people who responded to this survey, and how much time do they actually spend thinking? about how technology affects what they're doing. I can guarantee you that probably a very high percent, and I'm not saying that's the, that's wrong, but it creates a certain kind of outcome on the survey that is not a very, that is, that again, I think some of these things are on there just out of momentum um, because, you know, again, Microsoft Campus, well, that's that's how you get teams ahead of, ahead of Zoom on this stuff. Ahead of anything else. Yeah, they don't know any better, yeah. right? This they is the tool they, we're giving they, you. Right, Suck it up and live with it. it. You had to, right. I have to use it. And I this don't is, have a choice. This unquote. is what I talk about in, in the first chapters of Discovering Digital Humanity, where I'm talking about we're either slaves to our technology or we're masters of it. If you accept what people are dictating to you to use this technology, you're going to be a slave to that technology. There's a learned helplessness involved. And that's the thing is that faculty don't feel – teachers – don't feel empowered to to operate in this space. First of all, because they don't really understand the technology, how the technology is affecting them, and secondly, because they assume someone else understands it better. And third, they because might not have the actual permissions to do so. Well, that's the problem. I, is I, yeah, I agree with that. Down. Exactly, and that's but that's where you need to push back as a user base because again. This isn't. We don't build these systems for IT. We build these. We need to be building these systems for the teachers and the students, first and foremost, and work backwards from that. And that's what gets lost in this, is that too many of these systems are built for the convenience of the people who are running them and buying them, not for the convenience of the people who have to use them. And that's the problem. So that's that's my that's my soapbox, and I'm going to die on that hill. That's fine. We don't mind watching you die. On the so, hill. <laughs> so Jane, Jane also does a list called Modern Workplace Learning 2023. I will put that link in the chat. Um, yeah. So she spent a lot of time, and yeah. probably and probably with a team of people, you know, thinking about this, thinking about this stuff. It's again, I, I understand your thing, Tom. <laughs> all the peacemakers not here today. But no, 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 no. I, I, I can believe up, all Tom. the peacemaker. <laughs> it's not even a peacemaker. You bring up you bring up a good point. It's the it's a different way of throw it's thinking about this is what type of person can use it? It's it's a it's a it may be taking it and refining it, and maybe that's she either didn't think of it or didn't, doesn't care to, and says bleep it. Someone else can figure out how to do that. I'm giving this list. You do you. Uh, but it's it's be, look for me. It's better than none. That's all these damn lists. It's better than nothing. It's a starting point, and I understand Tom about Teams versus Zoom. 
I gladly say I have only been forced to give one major presentation via Teams. And that's just because that's what they had. They didn't have a Zoom account. They had they mm-hmm. had a mic and they had Teams. And you know what? It wasn't ideal. Yeah. It, it but works. I could still do it. It works. It works as well as talk shoe. Right. Sometimes even better than talk shoe. But it's a low bar. It, hey, I, I did I did I say it was a high bar. But hey, we're, no, we're and, on, and Zoom's we're not now. perfect. Zoom's not perfect no, either. No, it's not. It has its own idiosyncrasies, but, but of it's the options. It's, it's the least worst. It's the it's it's the smallest molehill to climb if you're trying to learn it. It has a not large right. learning curve. And my job in teaching and learning as a student on Zoom is not to use Zoom. It's to communicate oh, with my teacher and my classmates. Adobe Connect what? Don't you Adobe. dare. Don't you don't you don't you fix your mouth to say those two words together. Oh, Adobe Connect is, yeah. Yeah, don't fix your mouth to say those two words together. Yeah, my chat is not happy with me. I don't know what's going on. No, no, no. It's 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 slow. It's it might be talk shoe. Talk shoe might be having issues, but no, I'm still trying to send those links I started to send 30, 40 minutes ago. But talk shoe might think... still be having issues, Tom. But Jill found yeah. it. Okay. Jill is awesome. Yeah. And Jill Jill knows all. Jill is the founder. And Jill, if you want more sources, I'm happy to I can give you a lot of Lorillard stuff uh, online. She's like, no, no, Tom, I've had enough Lorillard stuff. I got it in the chat. I can find her. I got it. I'm good. Did I translate that for you, Jill? Okay, awesome. I can I can read your mind, Jill. All right. So no. we are at a Miro is the only tool that has really been transformational to my teaching in the last and I can under I five years. For you, A, I understand why. B, it is a it's both visual and collaborative. And easily to do so both. Here, here's my link. Type your shit in. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's a Google Doc. It's a Google Doc for the brain. Because mm-hmm. Google Doc, you do the same thing. Here's a Google Doc link. Type your shit in. Uh, good. We're all good. And that, it, it's a low, it's a low technology bar. And I really wish that a lot of tools thought about the user experience. They just use experience and design. I, I'm lucky enough because of the automatic curation of, of LinkedIn, I have I follow a lot of UX people. I'm like, I wish you all could be distilled into the design brains of pretty much everyone who makes a software product, whether it's software mm-hmm. as a service or anything, because these things suck. They just mm-hmm. suck. They're terrible. And they don't work the way they should work. Right. Period. And, and honestly, the thing I find most frustrating about Miro is they have very little, little, very small educational presence. They're really missing the boat on that. Because um, I've, I've been investigating them as a company because I've been interested in talking to them about some of the stuff I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And they, they're all about business brainstorming and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like... They have educational licenses, which is great because mm-hmm. as a, as a, if you have a .edu account, uh, you can get 100 seats for free. Uh, nice. And, um, and, uh, uh, and I use, again, I use it constantly in my classes. Uh, I'm even using it in my in-person class. But, um, okay. It, so, um, 
and uh, that's that's my experiment this semester, seeing how it how it influences an in person an, an in person class. But the the point uh, the difference between that and using the whiteboard in the classroom is that it's persistent. The whiteboard goes away when you leave the room, right? So you can keep looking at it, keep thinking about it, keep altering it long after you left long, class. It has a longer lifespan. It's it's persistent, right? It's and that's something, life. and it's and it's it's you know it's it's collaborative and it's networked. So to me, that those are really interesting things. And I actually wrote a blog recently about layered concept mapping and how it gets actually pretty close to how Ted Nelson actually envisioned the web working as a network of information cells Con where the connections. Hypercards. Huh? Hypercards. No, no. See, it's not. That's the thing. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't resist saying that to you, Tom. I know it gets you riled up. So, so the, beauty, the beauty behind Miro is that it's all about connections. And that's what Ted Nelson was most interested in, Vannevar Bush were most interested in, was the connections between information. Instead, we built an information environment where the information has priority and the connections the are connections. buried. Right. So you get all these random bits of information, some of which are very useful, but you lose the context. And that's also where we get a lot of the misinformation crap, because there's a lot of stuff that is factually wrong but taken out of context a context looks, looks right. right and boy does that fuel some political campaigns on both sides of the aisle so you know it's, um, so jill you brought up a really good point in chat about if you talk oh, really she's talking about sessions, because i can't read it <laughs> i'd explore that list more currently what i use now is what i need i don't have the bandwidth to experiment again that's mm -hmm. really sort of what this Lists like these are that, hey, whoom, okay, let me grab this. Let me try this. Someone else has done sort of the legwork. Oh, this is what this does. Canva, it's a graphics tool. It's a really good graphics tool. It does other things too, but that's its main thing. You can create great flyers in Canva in mere seconds. Canva's wonderful. One day if I have the bandwidth, I will start making my slides in Canva. Ooh. Yeah, but I don't have that bandwidth. So I continue to use just, the hammer. Just wait wait a little bit, Maurice, and you can have the AI create the slides for you. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. Yeah, why not? Because I'm a person of color, and there'll be a bunch of white people on my slides. And I no, don't no, no, no. Well, for one thing, you can tw the beauty behind AI is you can tweak it, and you can also edit it after the fact. So it's a, this is what's coming. We're going to have a level of customization around some of this stuff. That is where AI is really interesting to me. Chat GPT is a parlor trick, it, uh, but but what it does it's a gateway is not, drug. It's a gateway drug to AI. It, it is. It's auto 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 complete on steroids is what it really is. But it, but it yeah it it can. By the it, way, did y'all see the really nice article on in uh, the Financial Times on AI? That was sure. written by Chat GPT. No, it okay. was not written by Chat GPT. I couldn't resist. All right, we are way over time, but that's okay. We so started late. We did, but we're at an hour and six minutes. And I'm going to say the name of the show is "If I Had to Call for Help, You Have a Problem." Good one. Yeah, I like it because technology you shouldn't have to call for help. Yep. It should be explainable. So 
That is the title, episode number 344 of the Library Training Podcast, TS Training. My name is Maurice Coleman. You can find TS Training on the World Wide Web, tsatraining.wordpress.com. And thanks to the wonderful Jill Hurst Wall, you will have copious and comprehensive notes about what we talked about because we probably ran you and, and made you fall asleep occasionally during this hour. That's okay. That's what the notes are for. Anyway. Join us in two weeks on the 5th of October, where we might have Paul back. We don't know. Yeah, he's 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 in Pat- he's told he's me in he's, Pat- he, he, he will reemerge from his uh, hibernation after September 23rd. So that's next week. Or okay. This weekend. Well, that would be number 345. This one is if I have to call, if I had to call for help, you have a problem. And uh we will join you in two weeks. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Tom, as usual, for a scintillating and very robust conversation, as always. And uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, there we are. And you can find, look, I got it. This is a Maurice Coleman self-ed. Please go to ColemanAssociates.net if you would like any help with anything you want to do in your library or business. Coleman Associates. We have a solution for you. Bye-bye. You didn't make the list. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, that is true. I, I, I should talk. Jane, why am I not on the list? Wait, because I'm not an app. That's it. I'm not yes, you are. You're a tool. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.